a pioneer. I'm an explorer. I'm a human, and I'm coming. I'm animated. I'm alive. My heart's big. It's got hot blood going through it fast. I like to fight, too. I like to eat. I like to have children. I'm here. I got a life force. This is a human. This- TC and Jake. So what's up with you, man? Not much, dude. Got a How's new gib, new Gibbs and new new Gibbs and new Cuddy in one day. Yeah, I haven't listened to the new Gibbs yet, but I I follow Freddie Gibbs and he's been retweeting his like retweeting of every single person who says something positive about the album is very effective. I'm like, <laughs> damn, look, everyone's saying this is album of the year. Yeah, no one's no one's being critical at all. Yeah, no, I, I I listen to the new single several times and I love it. I I don't know, he's great. My bar, uh, this applies to Cuddy as well. I don't know when this bar changed, but give me five good ones. Give me five that I'll come back to like for years. Sure. Whether you want to go 12 or you want to go 21, I don't care. I need five good ones. And they both have that. Nice. Oh, uh, man, yeah. Machine said the documentary's good. I'm going to watch the documentary. The Kid Cuddy documentary. No. Oh, no that's gifts. a little bit old. Uh, oh, okay. But I've not seen it because um, he also has like a new thing on Netflix, like uh, an animated fucking thing that goes along with the album. I don't know, um, but yeah, so we're good, man. We're just uh, we're playing the waiting game. We uh, we had someone message the uh, the Patreon. They sent a, a private message to the Patreon the last time we used the Alex Jones open asking how we could in good conscience ever use the Alex Jones open. I didn't say anything. Like, I, you know, it's one of those things of like, what's this going to do? You know, like they were phrasing it in the form of a question, but like, is it really a question? Yeah. Like, is there something I'm going to say where they're going to be like, oh, you know what? I actually abandoned all the positions that I was uh, taking the time to type out. Uh, right. But it, it is just like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like at this point, it's more or less the mission statement of the show to like uh, just you know delight in the absurdity of these things. Like, it's, obviously, we don't see it as saying it's good that the Sandy Hook parents have had a terrible time. Uh, but like, I don't, everything, everything we do is laugh at the people that are just absolutely wrecking our world. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you know, and I'm I I feel bad saying this because you're you're giving us your five bucks. Um, but if you want to keep it, it's no big deal. It's okay because we're not going to stop playing the open. And in fact, if if we find like an emphatic Hitler speech, uh, where the TC and Jake drop would work, we'll use it. <laughs> uh, that's one hundred percent true. That's a hundred percent true. Uh, it doesn't. I mean, come on, man. That that. You can go back to tweeting from the Brooklyn Dad account. <laughs> I mean, whatever, dude. None of this shit matters. It's just definitely like somebody who sends something like that definitely thinks that if only uh, Goldman Sachs Clinton hadn't been ruined by Robert Mueller, then the world would be just totally fine now. And it's like, I get, I get it. It's if Comey. brainwashed enough. Oh, yeah. But wasn't Mueller? Oh, Comey kneecapped her, but Mueller was involved in the. Uh, the Mueller report, 
But, the Mueller report. That's, but by that's then, I, she had lost the election. She'd already lost. That's it's right. It's Comey that's really. Uh, and doesn't, doesn't he fly like post, in the ointment here? Doesn't he like post photos that look like uh, Cialis commercials and shit? Does he? Yeah. No. He yeah. seems. Where he's like wearing a vest with a flannel and like throwing a bone for a dog like at Nantucket. Yeah. And I'm like, how how could this guy have gotten it wrong? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I felt like he had my interest at heart the whole time. What? <laughs> what a fucking bait and switch? <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, no, it's just like if, you know, like if somehow, uh, you know, one of our mom's friends ended up listening to the show and that was their reaction, it'd be like, oh, yeah, of course. Okay, whatever. But like they listen enough to like to, to subscribe to, to the Patreon. They're, they're in yeah. our... Our, our inner tier of, uh, of of listeners and uh you know like just i don't know whatever I, i'm not trying to like uh dogpile on them i just i'm legitimately no. curious how it doesn't come across that what we're doing here is like uh i you know like i i think in a lot of ways i mean i, I don't know i'm not trying to uh, present us as the real crusaders for truth and justice i think that we're just trying to cope with living through the most insane times that have ever existed, but also the least insane times that will exist going forward. That's um, always good to remember. Yeah. It's always, it's always nice to have that in the old back pocket. What will one day become known as the calm years. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, hey, I got a quick story for you. This came up on Why Today Doesn't Suck the other day. Um. I don't remember whose birthday it was. It might have been John Brower Minock. That probably sounds that sounds right looking at the dates. He was born in September of 1941. He died in September of 1983 and he is at least in recorded human history the world's heaviest man. He peaked at 1400 pounds, okay? No way. Well, of course, like pre probably like what? 1800s like you had to have some guy who was at a at a two k, right? No, they didn't you know, have enough the, calories in the world at that point. Oh, see, I was just saying there had to be like one guy that they were like, keep getting him fatter. Like this, we can charge money. No, we don't got fucking. They don't. They don't got the resources for that. People okay, used well, to be skinnier. You want to just a real quick? That's that, That's only sort of true. You know what? Do you, what's your theory of the case here? Well, I mean, I know that, that, you know, obesity and BMI is up, but I also know that culturally, I mean, you've heard this a million times that obviously like in times where only 1% of the people could eat well, did some plumpness was sign was a sign of, uh, of beauty and wealth. I think they were dreaming of 250. Whenever they're telling you about that, first of all, everyone's five, four. Yeah, no. So it's not so much just the, the the raw weight, but just the the body mass was, you know, we 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 weren't like deifying uh, being rail thin we until all, like the '60s. We all do know there was a time where like being relatively obese was seen as like a status thing. But I yeah. just want to emphasize that the relatively there is like we just can't conceive of the kind of big boys that are walking around today, or they couldn't. They they would never dream, dude. I would have been a fucking emperor back then. Yeah, just think you transport me back now. Raise up like, the shirt and be like, "Where's yeah, my I, where's my jester? How 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 does he do it?" 
So, in fact, the second... I had a bowl of pizza macaroni before we started. That's what I was doing when you called. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Trader Joe's pizza macaroni. What does that mean? It's like some macaroni with some cheese, but also some pizza sauce and a couple pepperonis on top. Amazing. Just put it in the oven for 30 minutes. When's the last time you had a physical? Uh, I read you the letter. It was like months ago. Oh, that was from a physical when they gave you the slightly elevated cholesterol, change your entire life? Yeah. And uh, Harper had a thing. I, I need to get more details because he sent a, a good text. It was a long text, but it was just a text. Um, but it, there's some kind of uh, – it's it's like a liability thing. Like that, that you have to say that to everyone. Because they were like, all of your levels are good, but we suggest that you change everything about your life. And he's saying that if they don't tell you all that, then like if you come back and like you have a heart attack 10 years later and then you're like, what the fuck? Doctor told me all my levels were good. They could be like, no, 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 no. We said change your lifestyle. Yeah. So this got nothing to do with actual medical advice. But they did tell you that it was elevated. No, they didn't. They gave they gave me the results. The results were the results. Like they were good. They said, I thought the results said slightly elevated for your age because that's what they told me. Well, you know, I'm just a lot healthier than you. That's certainly true. Uh, the <laughs> second healthiest person, or healthiest, yeah. the second heaviest person. No, you uh, got it right. In human history, currently still alive. Hell yeah! Uh, at the time of his peak, one thousand three hundred and forty pounds. Okay. His name is Khalid bin Moshin, uh, Khalid bin Mosin Shari. All right. Mm-hmm. So then I clicked on his Wikipedia page. Instead of a uh, too big to fail, too big to bone saw, something to think about. Hey, folks. Well, hey, keep folks. this in mind. At the time in August 2013, he was found to be the heaviest living person. He, Khalid bin Mosin Shari, uh, at 22, was declared the fattest man alive. In 2013, King Abdullah ordered him to come to the country's capital, Riyadh, to undergo a series of dietary and physical programs to help him lose weight. <laughs> That's insane. During the weight loss, he was able to walk for the first time in five years with a walker. By November of 2017, four years later, he had lost 1,195 pounds and now weighs 150 pounds. No way. No I've way. I've seen photos. In January 2018, he had his last surgeries to move excess uh, to remove the excess skin. I've seen the photos, bro. So the king of fucking Saudi Arabia was so embarrassed by this fat guy that he's like, get down here now. You're in prison, and you're in prison until you break 200. And they're like, programs to facilitate his weight loss. They just tortured this fucking dude <laughs> until he lost... 90% of his body mass. It's a potent metaphor. Every, everyone <laughs> needs to think on this for a little bit. All of that. you people that are like, you know, fucking these fatties need to do something. Like at, at what cost? They did something. What, what cost would you be willing to like? Yeah, dude, if you do fucking lock them in jail and deprive them of food, they will lose the weight. But like, do you feel like on balance their life might be worse and not better? Like, are, is, is it possible that there are factors, uh, you know, factoring into your enjoyment bigger than just the fucking number on the scale? I don't know. I mean, I know I, when I look at the side by side, even with the oxygen mask, when my man is just chilling in that bed strapped in at mm-hmm. twelve at 1,300 pounds, he looks fucking 
very happy. Majestic. Yeah. Hey, ha! I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> yeah, that was a preemptive. Ha! Ah! So, yeah. Uh, I don't know if any of the live tour guys are going to be asked about this, but hey, airmail is fat ass to the Capitol. Please this is do. embarrassing. We don't want to have the world's fattest person under an oppressive uh, regime because what does that say about our level of being able to oppress? I wish that that were... It ain't uh, good. I wish it was like a bigger deal uh, when... Like there was... Uh, one, I wish that was the biggest story in the world. Like that it was... Like... <laughs> all due respect, of course, it's it's great that uh, there was, you know, some attempts at a county for Khashoggi. But uh, how come this, you know, I don't know. It's not like all Saudi oppression immediately becomes whatever. Why come, how come this guy couldn't be a big deal? And right. if he was going to be a big deal, she can come in. It's fine. Uh, I just want to hear Trump talk on it. I just right. I want to hear a lot of talk about The king had well, a big he man. He's a big boy. We do, we do love the big boys. Look at him. Look at him. Oh, Governor Khalid bin Cherie. <laughs> Uh, yeah. As I no, run I mean, through if, my list if here, if he's fucking uh, just can't like compose himself over Jim Justice, imagine oh God, if you get dude. Trump in a room with <laughs> Khalid. I'm gonna write him. <laughs> so uh, I have no idea how this happened uh, because it looks like it was somebody uh, submitting something in like a com box. But I got an email this morning. Uh, actually, it was yesterday morning, and I didn't open it until today. Do you have a com uh, box that goes to your email? Stay tuned. Okay. It says, uh, regarding contact us form submission. Okay. And it's from FAQ at SalemWitchMuseum.com. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, did I get fucked up and try to book a trip to the Salem Witch Museum? I feel like you have before, right? <laughs> And uh, it says, hello, Jacob, anytime between February and May, even in November, December, we're still quite busy. The winter months, uh, months are much quieter, blah, 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 best. And then her name, director of education, Salem Witch Museum. Mm -hmm. And I go to the bottom and it says name, Jacob Kent. Oh. Subject, planning a trip, message, what is the best, shall I say, least crowded time of year to visit? So... Is this guy's email jkent88 at gmail.com? Or you think maybe they're just fucking with you? That'd be a great bit. Just ask like regular questions and just yeah, put maybe. your email, fill it out. But like, like, what a low hey, payoff. Uh, do you offer any discounts? And just put your yeah. email. I mean, I guess they could. And then they just put the name as, but why wouldn't they just put my name? <laughs> why did they alter two just letters little, at the end of they're it just, like uh this is uh you know like the the lesson of all good screenwriting is just to uh, keep on doing twists have as many twists as you can do they're just like how can we make this bit a little bit better i know we'll put kent i guess and i mean yeah i mean i you, you, you made the podcast so i guess if that was your goal it works but i was so confused as to how like because sometimes you'll get emails from people and they clearly had a typo. But if yeah. it's a reply to the form thing, like I don't think that's even a possibility. Yeah, it must be that uh, their email is jkent88 at gmail.com. <laughs> Maybe uh, uh, you could just forward it to jkent. And I mean, the thing is that it's, it's two letters off. How close yeah, are they on the keyboard? Well, the N and the M are right next to each other. The, the P and the, the P T. And the T is the problem. You got a little bit of work to do, right? There's no way. 
Right. Even uh, fucking Khalid doesn't have fingers enough to make that mistake. <laughs> I think if he goes for P, he taps out at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then my other personal note, I've seen this talked about uh, online for years, uh, but now I'm dealing with it. So I've had the same lady cutting my hair for like seven years. Maybe you eight. and Trevor May both. No, uh, is that Dustin May? Dustin May? Yeah, he's the Dodgers pitcher with the crazy hair. That's who I'm thinking of, yeah. Yeah. Trevor so, May is a relief pitcher. You're right. I sort of inherited her because after high school, uh, so I, my girlfriend from high school, after she she went to Texas State and then she dropped out and she got into hair. Hey, now. And somehow we stayed friends, which probably is the lead of this story. Yeah, because I think that's the only person I've ever dated before that I that I stayed friends with. But she was almost well, like Kristen. a family friend. Like, well, I mean, we're still married. Yeah, but you yeah. Did so for date, now, and you are yeah, still that's friends. True. That's true. Best friends. Um, uh, soulmates, really. So this this friend of mine, uh, she worked at this salon, and the lady who who ran it liked a bunch of my mom's products like decorating shit. Mm -hmm. And so for like a year, I got free haircuts. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, that's cool. Then uh, Jessica left and they passed me to another lady. That was like a year. That was free. And then by the time I got to the other lady, uh, I think I still had it free for a couple of years. Like I would tip 20 bucks, but this lady had like gotten so much of my mom's stuff that she was like, you know, a few grand down. Okay. And they just did it in trade. So at some point, Probably like four years ago, the lady who's cut my hair for the last seven or eight years moved and did her own thing. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll go with her. Mm -hmm. And then I pay. And it's it's not cheap. And it's kind of hard to schedule. It's not like a walk-in thing. Like I have to make an appointment. Uh, Countless podcasts canceled. Pretty Countless? much Pretty much every week we're scheduling around the haircut. Countless. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's It's probably but, your number one thing why you have to move. If you look at all time, I mean, like, if you want to make the point that it's rare that either of us has to, like, uh, fuck with things, certainly true. It's not like I'm saying it's difficult to schedule the podcast. That's not what I believe. Uh, See, I believe it is, but I don't believe it's mostly from hair. But I will concede it's happened more than once. Okay. <laughs> uh, because it's hard to get in with my schedule, right? Like, yeah, in yeah. the morning, it's not happening. In the afternoon, like, the quickest you can be there is probably 4.15 she mostly, I don't know if she mostly cuts female hair or not, but that shit blocks up like an hour and a half. No doubt. And so she got COVID uh, like a week and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm at the point where I need a haircut. Like, and I get to a, like the five, once I get to like five weeks, cause I usually do four. Once I get to five weeks, I'm like, this shit cannot go on. Looking to get back down like, to Levine. Exactly. And she's like, well, uh, I was out for a week and a half. Now I'm trying to get caught up with all the appointments that were already scheduled. I'm not going to be able to get you in for at least a week, at which point I said, well, in a week, I'm not going to be able to just leave my house. Like, I'm going to have at least four or five days in, in the fog of war with the kid. So I was like, all right, I'm going to get somebody else for just this time. Mm, mm. So there's uh, like a barber shop by my house. Okay. And uh, they do walk-ins, but they also do, you know, make an appointment. And uh, the place is awesome. Like, it's only like probably 35 years old, but it looks like a 20s barbershop okay. like from 100 years ago. Phenomenal. Great haircut. Great eyebrow work. Well, now what are you going to do? 
They offer a beard trim and shave for like five bucks extra if you've already paid for the haircut. Mm. And I was like, and again, they take walk-ins. It's I could walk there. Yeah. And I walked out of there. A literal like, walk-in. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what do I do? Are you, I don't are you still up in the air? Or you're I don't want to I don't want to go back. Yeah. I'm I gotta tell you, I've been terrified. And I actually had a little run-in with this. Uh, because I I live uh, very close to lowest Greenville, and uh, the, the the part of it that I walk by, they've recently opened a barber shop that does look cool as fuck. And yeah. like for me, it's like it's not a choice. I've been going to the same lady since I was fuck like since we moved here in 1989. Like it it would be like me like finding another grandma, you know, <laughs> like uh, you I know, know, fuck but- you, <laughs> but like. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not to shit on your relationship, but we're not talking about going back to 89. This was in the 2010s, probably. Uh, I know, but I'm telling you, if you go to that other place once... That's why I'm not going have, once. I'm not going have, once. You're going to have a real problem on your hands. I know. I didn't, even, I didn't even bring this up on the air. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get it back to her? No, Hell not at yeah, all. Like, she yeah, doesn't listen, no, but she knows enough terrifying. people to do where I was like, oh, fuck. Like, It'll come up. Now, yeah. I know. I know, and like maybe she'll understand. She's probably had it happen before. Probably, man. But maybe do every know, other. Like, and you, you know get a what? lot I of mean, haircuts. I thought to myself, I was like, "All right, well, if I bail on her, you know that feels bad." It's a quote small business. The business being her. And I was like, "Well, look at this place, small business. Look, at it. it's been here forever. Want to support you know, Grapevine? Deep seated history." So she just the care with which she did it. And I'll tell you something else, too, about the barbershop that's cool. You don't have a mirror in front of you. Hmm. That's cool? Well, it's cool because I don't... I think it's nice not to watch them. And be like, oh, fuck, I don't know, I don't know. Like, she just did her shit, and then she turned around, she was like, what do you think? I was like, spectacular. All right. You did a good job. Yeah, I don't really look, you know, we're just chatting. Oh, I don't chat. And I almost said something about that too. You her. don't like, chat look, like with the the oh, long time no. lady. No, that's why I like her. She knows. Like, he <laughs> oh, okay. He doesn't talk. <laughs> what a weirdo. See, I like go to the lady because, like, you know, I know her kids. Like, uh, we, you know, she we're just the, the families. We all know each other. She met my fucking grandma before she passed. Like, she knew. Oh, about dude, her this lady. Kids. This lady cut my mom's hair for like six years. She knows everything, <laughs> but she just doesn't say a word. Nope. God, you are so amazing. I love you so much. We walk in, we're like, what's up? What's up? And she's like, same. I'm like, same. And then we just sit there. There's not no other words are exchanged for 18 minutes. And then she's like, I got the wax going. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. And we do the eyebrows, and she says the number, and I hand her the card and I tip and I walk out. (laughs) There are no words. And I almost (laughs) thought about telling this to the lady the other day, you know, because she was trying to. If that's all you're looking for, I'm pretty sure you could get that replicated. Well, that's the problem is that like I need rapport with the this other uh, person, you know, because for the first few minutes she was trying. Yeah. What do you do? Oh, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like one word answer the whole time. And then I tipped really well to let her know like, hey, I'm not a dick. I just don't want to talk to you or anyone else ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I feel like I, I sowed the seeds. I think I'll be back. Great work. 
Yeah, I don't even really know how this is a conundrum at this point. Like, if if your relationship is the absence of a relationship, if that's the, the highlight for you, then, like, how hard could that be to sever? Well, I mean, you know, I, I, it's just because you feel like they've kind of been relying on your patronage, yeah. although she's certainly not. If it's tough to get me in, that means there's tons of people yeah, trying yeah. to get in, but, you know. It's mostly just a me thing. More I'm spots sure. for Dustin May. Yeah, I mean, I think he gets house calls. Oh, that's nice. How how hard would you me. have to throw for you to get a house yeah. call? I would have to be able to uh, throw a ball 15 yards in the air without, uh, well, without it hitting the ground. Spiking into the ground. So. The ground. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I was uh, I was walking down uh, down Greenville uh, on Sunday morning. Uh, this I was, I was going to grab some uh, some supplies before the Cowboys game, and uh, I walked by an El Camino that had a uh, uh, Nos in the bed of the truck, and so I did what anyone does whenever that happens. I stopped and I took a picture. Uh, then I noticed that they had a, a thing, a little like a it's not it doesn't look like a sticker it almost looks like it's etched in the glass but i guess it's i mean it's probably just like a nice custom sticker but it just says uh garland's finest it's one of the cooler cars i've ever seen and yeah. while i was taking the picture the guy from the barbershop popped out and he was like hey man anytime you need work done on that thing you let me know that is my favorite haircut i've ever seen oh that's what a barber wow. said to me wow yeah. You gotta go now. No, I'm not going because I would. You just, gotta it's go. Too easy. It's a walk away. And like I said, this woman's my. She's she is family. I I have family I talk to less frequently. Close family I talk to less frequently. Definitely got to so. keep going. Uh, so yeah, it's not a choice. But like you know, if she retires, I'll. I'll that guy up you know, I do feel bad, you know, because I am like right here. He's gonna see me all the time. I, I walk like every day, like getting something. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I like even before that, when I'm walking by, I was just like, oh, that is a really nice looking barbershop. They do say that walk-ins are welcome on the sign. Mm-hmm. That's delightfully convenient. But no, no, no. Um, I, I, because if I did once, I would be in your spot, and I, and it doesn't, it does, it, it's not like you're uh, saying it's a good spot that other people it's should not. try. It is not good. So I'm just going to stay here in my uncomplicated, fucking easy decision life. Keep on going to the lady. So I don't know what all you have, but uh, it I is I did want to tell you what, what happened when I kept walking past the place. Yeah, by all means. So I went into Trader Joe's, uh, which like is one of the, like I would say blessings in my life. Number one, my beautiful daughter. Number two, living within walking distance of a Trader Joe's. You know, I've still never been in one. I I'd never fucked with them before I moved here. I've like uh, maybe like once or twice or something. I had no idea. I you know, stupid of me. I thought it was for like healthy people. Mm-hmm. It's not. Like they got some organic <laughs> stuff. But like, if you want, like, uh, what's the? Oh, I got a. Uh, it's not just Blondie Bar mix. It's cinnamon roll Blondie Bar mix. And uh, you know they got they got fucking macaroni you don't get PTSD? pizza. <laughs> no, no. The, the the thing about getting the uh, teeth fixed is now I can just chow on those. <laughs> no pain. 
<laughs> yeah, I uh, as I've told you before, I eat the the cauliflower egg frittata. Those are dope. I'll but bet. I've actually never been in. Oh, I'll tell you something else too, dude. Fucking dumplings. Yeah, we had like them last night. Their soup dumplings are legit, legit. You got to wrap them in a paper towel. I don't know if yeah. you did follow the instructions or not. It's very important. Uh, we did it. Uh, well, we got the pot stickers. Just did them on the pan. Okay, just fried them yeah. up in the skillet. Because the uh, the dumpling, you got to wrap it in a wet paper towel. Okay. Which I thought seemed disgusting. Put it in the microwave. But then it worked. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever you got to do. Retains the moisture. But yeah, I've still never been in one. Yeah. Well, it's fucking awesome. I, I <laughs> walk there like every two days. Uh, and uh, when I was in there, I was... Uh, I The other thing is uh, Izzy loves it. They got like carts, this like for kids. Like the the kid can push around the cart. She just has a ball pushing around you think the it, cart. You think they'd be better off if they called it like Trader Joey's? Like maybe. so, you would have known. Like maybe this is for big boys. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Some guy so, named Joe. He's got a gym membership. That's right, not me. Right, right. And if, if he doesn't, like he at minimum like works on like he's outside all day. Like he's yeah, a no, part of a crew. Uh, Joey. <laughs> I'll hang with the Joey. Joey wants yeah. treats. I, I fucks with Joey. Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, so Izzy's just, you know, pushing around the cart, doing whatever, just kind of uh, dawdling in uh, in one of the aisles. And I hear a guy uh, who did happen to be in uh, the classic uh, Under Armour flag t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's, he's in the Under Armour flag t-shirt, and he's asking the lady, like, hey, I think he was looking for a specific fall item. Because I, this is my first time experiencing uh, fall at Trader Joe's, and let me tell you, it's a special time of year. All the shit they're busting out, I can't believe it. Uh, they got a. I've, I've been a big fan of the uh, the strawberry. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce it. Mochi, mochi. There's no way you're in, into mochi. It's some kind of uh, Asian sweet treat. It's some like sort of sweet rice covering around like a, it's like a ball of ice cream. With like a little uh, little covering on it. This is the first time I'm seeing or hearing this word. It's delightful, uh, and so they got strawberry ones that I'm I'm big time into, and then uh, and I thought what could be better than this until they offered me a caramel apple one, and it's just it's a it's a level I didn't know existed before. I I ate like the fucking box. The first time I caught him, like, I just wasn't ready for it to be that good. I'm just like, why not another? And then, then the box is gone. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Joe Biden can't tell me to stop. No. Um, and so... Uh, what is he, the this king? Guy's, <laughs> yeah, this guy's similarly excited for all the fall sweet treats at Trader Joe's. So he's like, hey, I uh, didn't see this around. Do you, do you know what the story is? And uh, the woman's like, uh, you know, uh, we... Don't have it right now, but we'll get a shipment in on Tuesday. And he's like, huh. Well, let me just tell you what I would have said if I were him. If I were in his exact position, if I everything I know about him were true in my life, here's what I would have said. Thank you very much for the info. Have a nice day. Mm-hmm. It's pretty pretty straightforward. Maybe uh, in a jocular fashion, <laughs> guess I'll see you Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I don't like talking that way to ladies. It's un- unkind, but yeah. Um, and then, uh, what he had said instead was, oh, well, that doesn't work for me. I'm on tour with the Smashing Pumpkins. We're going to be out of town by then. 
Okay, what are you trying to fucking beat in the frozen or the treats aisle? Like, <laughs> and I've looked. They were they're playing that night. They were they were here Sunday night at the American Airlines Center, which like I guess it's a little bit of a surprise to me. You could if you told seventh grade TC that you one day would be able to sneak a pumpkin show by him. I think he would have been pretty shook, but here we are. I'm not that bothered by it. Yeah, and I'm guessing that this Guitar Tech, the next place they go, they'll have a Trader Joe's. (laughs) Yeah, Pumpkins are a big enough band. They're probably only playing Trader Joe's cities. I would think so. I would think so, yeah. You'll be all right, my man. Yeah, so he's going to check it out, but I just... Going to be a long bus ride to Austin, though. Casually dropping, like, and does he just do that to everyone he sees? Yes. Like, he talked to this woman for 10 seconds. And he was like, Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, was he just asking so he could be like, Oh, well, you know, I uh, don't know if you know this. Uh, you'd probably be impressed by this. You're a four. Uh, I'm uh, <laughs> on the Smashing Pumpkins tour. Uh, she's like, Who? <laughs> I have any idea what that is? Yeah, no, she wasn't overly impressed. She's just kind of like, Okay. Yeah. All right, well. I guess you won't eat it then. I'll be here. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, So, big night for uh, Senate races last night. Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Herschel Herschel Walker. And Dr. Oz, the puppy killer. Yeah. He didn't even have the worst night. I mean, I feel like Fetterman's bodying him once a week, so is it even... I mean, listen, it's not good. I don't like that he killed all those dogs. But also, I guess I should respond to that. It Like, I should respond to that more because certainly the Fetterman campaign thought that that was the most damning stuff. That's why you're seeing this, in case you're wondering why you would have uh, two big Senate stories just happen to hit on the same night. I don't know that there's, like, coordination to make them same night, but just if you did have a story. Like, if someone told you in February hey, I've got receipts of Herschel Walker's fucking... And I don't know. I don't want to, like, uh, play into anything. But, like, whenever Herschel Walker's, like, this reporter's got it out for me, I don't think that anything the reporter is saying is wrong. But based on the timing of the story, he probably does have it out for him. Like, uh, I I bet that they... I, I Or, you know what? It could just be that the reporter didn't receive the receipts. Like, that the campaign... Right. You know, the opposing campaigns like, hey, there's someone here who has receipts of this abortion. Uh, and they were like, all right, well, let's just uh, wait to hand them over until whenever. But it's also possible the reporter is like thinking about what uh, I guess it's probably more likely it's the campaign and the reporter is just the the puppet. I mean, again, not to like uh, denigrate them. What are you going to do if you receive that? Not report it like that would be worse. Yeah. Like, they have actual fucking receipts of uh, a woman getting an abortion paid for by Herschel Walker, man who hates abortion. Um, yeah, and then to, for the son to turn the back in this key moment, that's... That was tough. I mean, I don't... Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't blame him. Yeah, like, uh, I guess I'm, you know, people are endlessly fascinating. All parental relationships are complicated. Um, this is not the first time that uh, a parent has treated the child poorly and the child still tried to love them uh, anyways. But uh, yeah, dude, if, if, if your dad's making your mom move around six days from his abuse, then I don't think anyone's got a problem with you saying that uh, he's, uh, he's bothering you. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a weird story because 
I mean, I think we're way past the point of thinking that uh, some big grand reveal about a conservative uh, being against something and then engaging in it in their own life uh, is like really – I don't even know that it moves the needle for the electorate. It doesn't matter. Like everything is just to, about the end, right? Which is I mean, can it we might. keep contr- – It should. Like, I, I know we're like so far past – but I don't know. It should. Voters, voters will surprise you like that. You know, don't don't ever try to predict the. You know, I mean, some people can. Some people can make five hundred dollars off of it, but you know, not everyone. But uh, yeah. the fucking it's uh, a dark dark time. <laughs> the uh, uh, rhetoric around this, in particular, whenever you're constantly saying abortion is murder, and someone's like, I've done. I mean, he's denying it. But whenever it's like it came out that this guy did an abortion, like to the people who are saying it's murder, I don't know. I, you know, if they wanted to do like a big picture, I know where his vote is and I'll, I'll, I'll put this one murderer in office if I can prevent thousands more murders. Uh, okay. But like, I, I, I don't think that's where everyone lands on it. Like if, if this story is not going to hurt him, then what's a story that could hurt him? I, I, yeah, and I don't. I don't think that there is. Yeah, I really. I mean, the. the I, I don't think there's anything that can hurt him because I don't think he's going to win. Like, no, he's down. You know, but the fact that he's in it at all is is amazing. And it's Georgia. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I guess the one thing also, that makes me the fact that he's not like uh, winning with ninety percent of the vote. He's Herschel fucking Walker in Georgia. Like yeah. Tommy Tuberville had a losing record and he just walked to that shit. Like. He won the Heisman, the only dogs national championship aside from the one like last year. It's him. It's just him. Like, you know how much shit he's had to do? Like, how much, how much of a fucking idiot he has to come across in his personal statements to uh, make this competitive? Well, that's the thing is that it's a true litmus test because he he truly cannot formulate a sentence. <laughs> uh, and and, and what, what's even stranger about it is uh, not even with the written word and time to think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like extemporaneously, like I can almost understand. We all we all make mistakes on that front, but like writing out a statement, he still got a C on like sixth grade <laughs> English. And so, so yeah, he's a, he's a bit of a litmus test. But and this is kind of a a a. a I don't know. This this is a weird point, but can you imagine worrying about what Ricky Williams's uh, policy positions were? No, sight unseen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of a weird point, but like, I know that the gotcha is that he speaks so loudly and full throatedly against the right to choose, and that that's like a huge tentpole of his of his platform. But I feel sort of squeamish. Like vilifying someone for getting an abortion. Yeah, yeah. The thing that we're all saying should be fine. Like, yeah, but not for him. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. With it's kind of gross to me, and I, I don't know. I mean, I guess I, it, the, again, on my end, the means to the end is like keep people like this out of Congress, and it's more likely that more women down the line will have more of a right to choose. So whatever it takes to jam this fucker up, but at the same time, it's like. He just did what we think people should be able to do should they come to that conclusion with their partner. It was legal in his uh, state at the time. 
Yeah. So I don't know. Like that part's a little bit weird to me. Yeah. Um, but the the kid thing, I mean, as I texted you guys this morning, I was like, I am confused. <laughs> like, because his son's like taking pictures at gas pumps two yeah. months ago, and he's like, fuck you, Joe Biden. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I guess they got the I guess they got his uh, his gay son on the side. That definitely helps. I think that uh, the son was to some extent saying that this wasn't a surprise to him, right? Did, yeah. And so, you know, I guess take that into account. But the other thing is the the first time I became like real aware of the son was uh him posting about how excited he was to meet all the new babies now that Roe had been overturned. It seemed yeah. like this was a particularly animating issue for him. Uh, I wonder if it's like, you know, not his favorite thing to have to think again about how his father did something that he considers to be, I mean, whatever, speculating on the relationship between a father and son, neither of whom we met. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> we, we didn't meet the dad. <laughs> That's um, very true. But uh, very we, true. This, this didn't come up. Only uh, the metal bands that the other MMA fighter uh, listens to, that came up. By the way, I don't know that it's like worth listening to or replaying. It's a thoroughly boring interview, but I, I think I do have it. I was going through my uh, voice memos on my phone the other day, and uh, I think it's one of the wow. first voice memos that I have. I do remember it being very boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, so you do MMA now? Cool. You like punches? Yeah. All very right. cool, man. All right. And then, yeah, my uh, my contrari or contrarian take on Dr. Oz is even worse than this one. It's good he killed those dogs. Fuck them dogs. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I hate to do the uh, the train exercise here. They bark but, at mailmen, uh, and thus. I Look, I, I imagine that we have advanced uh, medically and from a research standpoint where uh, living subjects like dogs are not quite as needed as they were 30 years ago. But... 30 years ago they were this is because you're in the back pocket of the new iberia political coalition what are they about i think that uh your wife's hometown is one of like the largest testing facilities oh really i think it's specifically for like uh chimps born in new orleans by the way not new iberia. <laughs> okay west bank um but yeah, no, I I don't know. Uh, I I guess I'd like to hear more details, but I'm I'm feeling fine coming out confidently against killing dogs. Yeah, and I I am too. I'm not necessarily saying that. It's just that when you when I read the whole thing, it was like, okay, well, I mean, it, it, if he was just doing what other physicians were doing at that time, if everyone um, doing that sort of research had killed a similar number of dogs, I guess. I would that would probably change my opinion, and I certainly and, don't know the average number of dogs killed by someone doing that research at the time, but it doesn't seem good. It's not good, but also it's probably, uh, and it'll be it's great campaign material for sure. Like Fetterman should go up there with a fucking uh, bag of like or a, like a what's the word I'm looking for like a carrying basket like a basket basically with a little pillow in it with like three puppies <laughs> in it. <laughs> Next time he talks, just have him climbing all over his big ass. That's what he needs to do. But the Dr. Oz thing is interesting because it it really means more that it's like, holy shit, that was legal? Well, he didn't make that legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's going to make laws in the future. And if you want to protect dogs, 
You got to keep this man out of office. Um, is that, I assume you don't have more about Senate stuff. Can I uh, attach a final topic to this uh, recording? You may. Do you see we got uh, what looks like the current active serial killer? Damn, dude. I just saw that and was going to bring it up to you. Stockton, right? Yeah, yeah. Stockton, California. We got six. Uh, the police, they, I saw a thing where like uh, a couple days ago, they were like, no reason to think it's a serial killer, which is always what police do. And then today they were like, so we got pretty clear evidence this is a serial killer. Uh, so I don't really know which of those statements to believe, but I, probably the most recent one. But they're, they're saying that they have physical evidence tying the six killings together. It's six instances of males being shot uh, in like late night, early morning, where someone just walks up on them. Uh, they weren't given a bunch of details about like how, but they, they used the word ambush. And uh, they're not robbed. It's not gang activity. It's not drug activity. Uh, I know one of them, they were talking to his brother in the news story I saw. And uh, he was a rapper. And he was also homeless. So uh, I, you always wonder about like the, uh, first of all, I don't think the career is working. Um, but second of you all. You don't know. I feel pretty sure. I mean, I'm not saying like that, uh, you know, it might be wonderful music. Sometimes people don't find their audience. It's tough to contemplate, but it is true. Was this Half Ounce? <laughs> uh, I don't know his rap name. Because that's a if great you go, rap name. It is. If you go to the ABC7 uh, website, like mm -hmm. I got the story right here, police search for apparent serial killer tied to six murders in California, victims' ID released, uh, victims' IDs released, over on the side on top stories, it says local rapper Half Ounce fatally shot in Koreatown, family says. And that story doesn't have anything about, you know, it being a serial killer. Now, it also is a day older just than be, this one. That might just Another. be Half Ounce. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's because if you look, a dangerous life. That's true. Uh, if you look at the, uh, if you look at the map, most of them are pretty close together. Yeah. Yeah. Like relatively close. That would make sense, you know, from the serial killer standpoint. But I just, I don't know. I can't, I like, it's always hard to draw the line on what is and is not a serial killer. And if you're just shooting, you're not going to get your uh, your Dahmer-style headlines. All this is very macabre to discuss. But, uh, yeah, I, in general, like, I, I, you know, I've read the Bill James book, Popular Crimes, several different times. And uh, he's got a lot about serial killers in there. It's very interesting stuff, and it's certainly his contention. And it, you know, I'm one of the uh, the libs he rails against, so uh, I feel a little bit queasy about signing on to all of uh, his views on this stuff. But I think he makes some points, um, which is just that uh, you know the current incarceration rate is too high. Uh, but during the time, like the he, it's his opinion that there were all kinds of Supreme Court rulings in the '60s that made it considerably more difficult to prosecute criminal trials. And uh, as a result, there were more criminals walking around than there ought to have been. And that, that was, you know, somewhat of a unique circumstance in modern history. And that's why all of the big serial killers you know happened within like a five or six year span. Because after that, there was, you know, I would say a uh, vast overreaction and so what, basically, the, the kinds of people who would consider doing this sort of thing, 
the number of them hasn't really changed, but they got popped for fucking, you know, uh, carrying around a handgun, you know, like, yeah, it feels like, especially like just, I don't know. It's not like the murder rate is just fucking, or the, the murder solve rate is just so astronomically high. We can be sure that we're catching all those people. It's not very high at all. Um, but I don't know. We're, we're locking up so many people that we are, um, in an attempt to uh, imprison all of the bathwater, catching a couple of the babies. And uh, so, yeah, there's, there's far fewer serial killers out there. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't remember the last, you know, kind of like, because there was the guy in Dallas that had like three or four. But I, I figure well, every city's got like three where they're just like, he's a serial killer. But like, I don't know. Well, it's not really what we mean. We've mostly been thrown like weird curveballs, like the, the DC sniper. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Sort of. I mean, it counts, but it also is a little bit different because he's got a, you know, he's got a scope. Yeah, um, it's a fascinating and, and then, story. The the you're wrong yeah. about about the DC sniper is fucking very good, dude. I remember that. I remember like similar to what we talked no about idea. with with nine eleven. I remember like down here, so basically the entire country, people mm-hmm. being like gripped with fear when they went to get gas. Yeah. Like get back in your car when you go get gas. I'm like, bro, I don't know if you know how like a fucking three o eight a three o eight works from about three football fields away, but that the Pain. Your the window on your Taurus. Yeah, is how much is the car doing? Yeah, yeah. Like you have no option if you've been decided upon. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't really think this counts, but uh, that dude Billy Sherbier or whatever that just got sentenced here in town. Um, he was like killing people at old folks' homes. Yeah, yeah, oh, stuff like that. It's always like, yeah, I mean, I, hard to draw a definition of serial killer. It doesn't include him, but it doesn't feel like what we mean. It doesn't. It doesn't. But, I mean, he did kill, like, I don't know. I think he's only going, he's only going, he was only on trial for one. Yeah, um, it's very bad. I don't, I don't approve. No, but I, I guess the only thing that I would say lobbies it, uh, lobbies for it as serial killer is, like, there was a, there's an identifiable trait, which was old people. Yeah, I, it's always all of its weird. Like you know the the ones that like exclusively target uh, prostitutes. Like you know, I don't know. It's terrible, but like it just like oh, no. well, just the, it's just it's not like you're like how could this happen? You know, like they're in a fucking extremely dangerous position. Yeah, you know, like and and I would encourage everyone to uh, be in favor of approving sex work. Uh, as as a legal means to uh, making a living to prevent situations like this, I think it's bad that they're in a vulnerable position. But like, they're clearly the most vulnerable people. So like, I, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. All of it's fucking weird. Like this entire, I I sound like a psychopath the entire last fifteen minutes, where I'm just like these human lives uh, is is losing them like fucking uh, interesting enough to me. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. Uh, all of this stuff is talked about frequently, and I do think that it's common to like fucking express it in these terms. So I don't know. Well, hey, was Izzy in there the whole time? <laughs> no, no, no. I was gonna say because that's a pretty spotless record for today. No, she's been uh, terrorizing her mother upstairs ever <laughs> since she was able to get her out. So somehow, some way, I think we'll try to get another one in this week. I don't know when. I don't know how, but we're going to try. And otherwise... Yeah, it's a bit be- out of our hands. Uh, but uh, once you have the kid, I'll try and make some uh, uh, fill-in shows or something. 
Okay. Yeah. So that's the plan is we're going in Friday at 530. Oh, okay. Uh, in the morning we'll just, or afternoon? They are not, TC, they're not in vampire mode. Uh, we they, had to be, oh, I guess we got it there at like uh, eight. But I mean, most of most of the action for Izzy took place, like Megan's water broke at like five. I think eight is like the last appointment they'll take in the morning. Okay. So that they can like try to make sure you have the same doctor that you start with, even though you might not. But like based on their rotations, they said like when we talked the other day, they were like 530 to eight are our windows. Wait, so you're saying it is 530 in the morning? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, they had us come in at like 8 p.m. Uh. Yeah, I have heard of that before too. Um, I thought you were laughing at me because it was definitely five thirty p.m. No, and then, no, and then you kept you, on talking, and I was like, I'm still confused. I think people mostly go in in the morning, but I have heard of people who have to go in the night before. I guess if they're like, not yeah, I mean, my only experience is, with it is whenever we did it at eight. So I, I was like, all right, it's or within a couple hours of what our time is. That's not weird. I, I don't think they're having you come in on the lunch hour. Is what I'm saying. It's typically like right when they open or right when they close. And okay. they're trying to get you a little further along. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, it's uh, it's really weird. Like I feel like I – like before Nora was born, I had written like, I don't know, five or six journal entries to her. Uh-huh. And this time I'm just like, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. Just read what I wrote for her. Yeah. It's just same shit applies. I don't, yeah. I don't feel the same about it. I like fucking copy and paste it and white out. You should have, uh, in retrospect, just been like, uh, you know, to whom it may concern. (laughs) (laughs) To concern parties. (laughs) Yeah. All right. We'll see you. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next. So until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.